0: Voices of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church in Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. Our Sunday worship is on-site and online at 9.30 a.m., and you can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any popular podcast platforms. This week, New Hope welcomes back guest pastor, Reverend Ethan Roth. He brings us a sermon titled, Staying Spiritually Strong. Scripture is read by Pastor Ethan and it comes from Psalm 23 and Romans 8.
1: It's a blessing for me to be back with you uh, after being here for a few Sundays in, in the summer and to be worshiping with you and to enjoy the choir and the warmth and the fellowship and the humor and the good spirit that is in this place. But today we want to talk about what it takes to keep up our spiritual strength. And I don't think anything I'll say to you to do today is new, but it will be an opportunity to remember and, and keep growing in our faith. As we read the scriptures, I don't have the scriptures. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thank you. Let us hear the word of the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil And then selected passages from Paul's letter to the Romans. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Thank be to God for the hearing the word. May we be blessed as we receive it. O oh Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our open hearts be received and blessed as we seek to draw closer to you. Amen. Amen. Staying strong in spirit. I've mentioned in the past that I am a Volunteer with the Red Cross, I serve as a disaster spiritual care provider. Or as I like to say it sometimes, a care of the spirit, because spiritual care sometimes, when you're out in that wider world in a disaster, has religious connotations. But providing care for people, meeting them as Christ's servant right where they are, listening to them, and allowing them to open up to what their spiritual hunger and need is so that we can respond in an appropriate way. A few weeks ago, there was a huge multi-family or multi-apartment fire in, up in Capitol Hill, 43 apartments The fire started but the smoke and everything spread. And it was on a Thursday evening, and in a moment's notice, all those folks had to be cleared out. They gathered at St. John's Cathedral, and then from there they were shipped out to motels for temporary places to stay. And these were folks in HUD housing. It was 55 plus. These are folks living on the edge without much, just barely making it, and then suddenly this was all gone for the moment, because eventually they did find, they are finding new accommodations. But in the assignment of clients that were, who had requested spiritual care, I was speaking to a gentleman, he was in a motel, that wasn't sure where he was, but he was very glad to have the opportunity just to have me listen and to talk. And then to offer some encouragement. And he told me about his life, how he had lived on the streets for 15 years. How he had to live by his wits. How he had to stay strong. How he had to be careful and watchful. And he said, finally, I got this place of my own to live in. And he said, it was so wonderful. But I relaxed And I let my guard down. And now this has happened. I let my guard down. As we think about growing in the spiritual life, our prayer of confession is always a reminder that there are times when we let our guard down, when we're not as strong as we could be in the things of the Spirit and in our spiritual life. And it's in those times that when things come to us that are challenging, we find that we're scrambling for help and strength. And so today I want us just to think about, in Psalm 1 it says, the righteous person is like a tree planted by streams of water that bears its fruit in season. The idea of having strong spiritual roots that reach for the living water of Jesus Christ that helps us build our body life as a people and enables us to be in service. It begins with our personal life. We are often, we are so busy with one thing or another, keeping us on the go, Even if we're not going to work, we somehow find things that keep us busy. My wife, who is visiting with us today, and I when during COVID, uh, we got all excited and said, ooh, we're going to the grocery store today. (laughs) Like retired excitement, something to do. (laughs) But even in the wider work we do, there are many distractions. That draw us away, even just that time we spend on the phone, looking at things, turning on the TV. What are the things, those moments where we have to be still, where we have to remember the scriptures, to be immersed in them, to be staying connected there for our spiritual strength. And it's not just in the scriptures but in so much that we can read, that interprets the scriptures, stuff that gives us inspiration, but it's being conscious about being part of those, having those things in our lives that are the foundation, the roots that keep us strong. Because you see, this gentleman that I was talking about, even though he was in dire straits, he started quoting scripture to me. He said, I don't need, have my Bible, I need another one. But even for the 15 years living on the streets, he was quoting scripture to me. And he says, it says in this book in the Old Testament, the Lord is with you and will take care of you. And my promises, he told me this book in the New Testament, this book say all the promises of God to love him and care for him and support him. And he said, I'm going to be all right. I'll come through this because I know who is with me. I know I'm not alone but it was the scripture that was giving him strength and it's then in those times too when we we pray our own personal prayers sometimes uh, when we're so busy we don't take time for personal prayer but you know the I was visiting a monastery once early in my ministry where I just needed to get away and be still for a while. And in talking to one of the monks there, he said, well, we consider prayer as a three-legged stool when during the hours of of worship during the day, we're chanting the scriptures. They were praying the Psalms, internalizing them into their spirit. He says, and the, the other leg is that we pray supplication for the world. And then our work is a form of prayer and thanksgiving for what we can do. But, he said, the highest form of prayer is when we are silent and let God do the talking. We're not always comfortable with silence anymore. Even if you're rushing off to work in the morning, five, 10 minutes, just to be still, or in the middle of the day, just to be still. You'll be surprised how you get used to staying a little longer. But that's where our spiritual life, our roots are fed in all those things. The psalmist described it in Psalm 23 as being by streams of water in a beautiful place, fellowshipping with God. And yet he also acknowledges that there are those hard times. We may remember the old way of the of, of the scriptures saying, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Now a, a more contemporary translations like we heard today is, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I know that you are with me and that you walk with me. I like to remind folks that it's a valley. It's open-ended. You're gonna come out the other side. <laughs> the sun's gonna shine again. It's not a box canyon, you know, that we're driven into. We walk out the other side. I remember in times when I was really struggling and going through some stresses in my life and my ministry And I went to a friend and we were talking and I said, you know, I haven't been able to pray in months. And she said, well, I tell you what, I'll pray for you until you can pray again. That's our body life, folks. It's here that we get enriched by the Spirit, our roots in worship and prayer and study, but that life together where we care for one another and we support one another and we pray for one another. And I think when we read that the Scripture prays for us with groans, it's like our spirit is groaning. We don't know what to say, but we trust that God knows and the Spirit is praying that the Spirit prays through us one another just like my friend said so stay strong in your life together you're caring for one another you're loving one another ministering to others in their times of need because that's what keeps our spirit strong not only the care that we receive but the gift that we're giving stay strong in spirit and then it's the branches of service. If there's no greater way of renewing our spirits as to get out of ourselves and our own situation and to be able to minister and care for one another here in this congregation life or beyond. When I think of my friend saying, I'll pray for you, so often we talk to people and they open up to us and we hear the need and we, people say, I don't know what to say. At the end of the conversation, say, "How can I remember you in prayer?" And the first reaction is, "Oh no, you know, I'm all right. Well, well, actually, <laughs> you see, I look all right here today. But actually, my sister-in-law in Australia has been diagnosed with severe cancer that's gone around her, from her breasts, around her back to her spine. And I'm hurting for her and I'm hurting for my brother. So you can pray for me and you can pray for them. Okay. And sometimes in service, it's just the simple things. This congregation is blessed with so many opportunities for all of these things, for personal growth, for communal growth, for ministry out in the community and to one another. And sometimes it's just a simple thing. It's just over a year ago that Hurricane Ian hit Fort Myers, Florida, devastating. And I was moving in a shelter with, it was a ice hockey stadium and we had about 600 people in there. And I was just moving amongst folks to chat with them, check with them, see how they were. Two things happened. One was that when you're giving of yourself to people in need, it is draining. And folks say to me, it must be hard, but it isn't hard because it's what I do. But physically, you come home and you sleep for a few days after you've been gone for a couple of weeks. And as I was having conversation with someone and we things of of faith came up Somebody else in another bed heard that, and she said, I want you to come and pray with me. I said, okay, I'll be right there. And I came over wondering what now? (laughs) And you know, she wanted to pray for me and my work. And she prayed the most beautiful prayer for the people there, for people recovering, for their future, for their hope, for myself and the others who were serving and working. We're sort of trained in our, in our disaster ministry that when folks say, where was God? That we don't go there. We, we try and be careful because in trauma, the brain is narrowed down and it's not the time for that conversation. And after the shooting at the grocery store in Boulder, I had someone lamenting and telling the story and then he cried out, where was God? And I said, that's a hard question at times like this. And by that time, he's already on to something else. But I wished I could have said to him, look around you. God is here with everybody who's trying to take care of you. I wouldn't impose that on him, but that was in my mind. And so, folks, as we are out there serving, we are that presence of the Spirit. We are that presence of God. And sometimes it doesn't have to be super spiritual and praying for you. (laughs) The other story of the time in that shelter was, as I was walking the afternoon, an elderly gentleman was lying on a big blow up bed and he had the blankets pulled up to his neck and he was just laying there. I said, how are you this afternoon, sir? Oh man, my whiskers have grown out and I need a shave. I don't feel good can you find a razor and some shaving cream for me? And I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. And in my mind I'm going, where am I going to find (laughs) a razor and some shaving cream? But you know, I keep saying in the midst of all of that, keep looking for the goodness and the grace. In whatever you're going through, keep looking for the goodness and grace. And I walked over two beds and there was a gentleman holding out his hand and he had a razor and a little can of shaving cream. And he said, I've got a full beard. I don't need this. (laughs) (laughs) And I took it over and that gentleman's face lit up and he got up. And I went off and I walked off and came back about 10 minutes later, no longer lying in bed with the blanket pulled up to his face. He was standing at the end of his bed, upright, rubbing his clean chin, and just smiling. And off he went and took a walk out in the sunshine. It's care of the Spirit. And when we care for the Spirit, we grow strong in Spirit. Amen? Amen. So my prayer for you and the coming of your new pastor, I was reading her description of her desire for, for ministry, her hopes for ministry of mission, her vision. And it was these very things that she was talking about. Wanting to have that strong personal relationship with the Lord that keeps us strong in spirit. Being together as a body, caring for one another, ministering together to keep us keep you strong in spirit. And then to be out taking that spirit to a hungry, thirsty world that needs the spirit so I pray blessings for you and your new pastor, Pastor Jordan and all who serve here in these coming days don't let your guard down you've been working hard and managing and without a pastor and looking forward with hope don't let your guard down she's going to need you to be there and supporting her. And I told you once in this back this summer, and maybe many of you weren't here, it's just a little reminder that when a new pastor and a new congregation come together, it takes a year for you to get to know each other. Then it takes a year to get over it. <laughs> and then you can get on with it. Amen. 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 Bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. If you have enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. If you want to know more about New Hope, you can subscribe to our weekly email newsletter, The Midweek Memo, by going to our website and signing up. Friends, may you love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And may you go and love your neighbor as yourself. Go in peace.